Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. And now it's time for part two of In the Moment. And now it's time for In the Moment shout outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Cause I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. I hosted the big show last week, Katie. Ooh! It was lit. Was it? It was lit. If you are not familiar, I do a morning show called The Bird Show. I'm a co-host, but two co-hosts were out, and so I had to host it. Yeah, you did. And there I was. You and Abby, just rocking it. You know, and it's funny because um, when it started, it was shaky. Mm-hmm. It was shaky and bakey. <laughs> and I kind of had a, you know what? I'll say this. Okay. Life is funny. Okay. Because life has a way of hinting, I believe this. To you, that things are coming. Right. And I just think most people don't pay attention. Mm -hmm. But shortly before this all happened, there was a day when B was out and KK was late. And Cassie walked in to be funny and was like, KK's not coming, Mo, you're hosting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, all right, let's get it. Mm -hmm. And she was like, damn, dude, I thought you was going to panic. You kind of like you didn't even. And I didn't think much of it. Right. But something in that exchange in the back of my mind said, be ready, young soldier. Your Mm. time is coming. Soon. Right? (laughs) Right. And then KK has her Friday off. Mm -hmm. B comes in and says, hey, I'm going to have to do the show from somewhere else. And it clicked in my head. Something said, hey, big dog, remember that old thing you just experienced? So something, you know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I'm putting it together. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, I might have to go down. So we come there Friday. Technical difficulties. Right. And here's where I don't know if I'm hesitant or if I'm just patient. This is where the lines are blurred. Because Tommy, our producer, is just as confused as the rest of us. Yep. But if Tommy would have said, Mo, take the show on the road, I would have came out the gate smoking. Mm -hmm. But he said, let's wait for Bert. And see what happens. And see what happens. Yeah. And then if you don't hear anything, you jump. Mm Mm-hmm. So I waited when the spotlight on bung, right? Uh-huh. And then when, when it was, we came out, I gave it a pause. I gave it a beat. Yeah. I thought two seconds. If I don't hear B in two seconds, that was my goal. Jump out there. Mm-hmm. But within that two seconds, Abby jumped out and said, Jackson's in the seat. She panicked too. <laughs> so I was like, she said, what's going on? Okay, well, I guess the show is on the road. Uh-huh. And then we got it rocking. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I settled in it and said, Joe, everybody relax. Jackson, reset your story. Mm-hmm. It's, t- it's go time. Now, I thought B will come into the next one. He wasn't. And then it became, I think, a consensus in the room of, Mo, it's your show. You got to lead. You got to lead. It wasn't no problem. It was just like, all right, don't fuck it up. Mm-hmm. That was my only thought. Old Mo, and I'm only giving the insight to this, because I genuinely want every listener to understand that this is a part of life for you, whether you know it or you don't know it yet. You've either experienced this already mm-hmm. or it's coming. Mm-hmm. But there will come a point in your life where if your goal is to elevate in whatever position you're currently in, 
Well, your moment is coming. Right. And you got to be ready. And you don't know when it's coming. So pay attention. Mm-hmm. Right? We've spoke about this, Katie. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere. You got to wake up and pay attention. So the moment came. And I know a lot of y'all probably think it's radio. You just talk. How hard can it be? It's not that it's hard. But there's a lot of shit to pay attention to when you're in that seat of point guard. Of hosting, right? Now you have to pay attention to the clock. You have to pay attention to the length of the stories. You have to pay attention to if a story is kind of draining in the middle of it, how to get it back to where it needs to be so that you can get it to the finish line. You have to make sure everybody is involved. You have to have the T's coming in. You have to have the T's going out. You have to do all of this while a producer's in your ear. It's kind of like a quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Like I played quarterback growing up as an athlete. I kind of relate it to that in that if you play receiver, running back, line, you only really have to know what you do on any given play. That doesn't take away from what you do because you can be a monster at what you do, but you typically only have to know what you do. The lineman doesn't have to know what the receiver is doing. The receiver doesn't have to know what the running back is doing, and the running back doesn't necessarily have to know what the quarterback is doing. Mm. But the quarterback, he doesn't only have to know what he's doing. He has to know what everybody's doing. Right. You got to know where the blitz is coming from. So what the line doing right there? You got to know what receivers are doing. So that you know what options to hit. You got to know what the defense is doing so that you know what looks better on the offense. And obviously, you got to know if the running back is running up. You see what I'm saying? You got to know what everybody's doing. Mm. So it's just a little bit different of a responsibility on the team. And I don't know what it sounded like to everyone else. I'm just in the middle of it trying to get the plays out. And then I got home and got all of the lovely hundreds of lovely messages from everyone. Thank you. It was a great time. What was your perspective? Um, I'm not going to lie. In the first half, I was a little bit worried. <laughs> ah, Katie was like, how am I going to explain this to my friends? They mo wish ass. I don't know. I'm no, no, it. no. In the first half, I'm like, I don't know what, how it's going to be received. I don't know how everyone else who is here is actually going to adjust and adapt and, like, pick back on it. Like, okay, cool. Like, we, we can do this without everybody else, you know? But then by, like, 30 minutes into it, I was like, wait a minute. Mo got this. He got this. Everybody else got the great chemistry. Everybody else is feeding off of one another. Oh, the show going to be good for the rest of this show. And it was. And then it turned out to be a funnier show than I expected. I was like, oh, this show is funny today. Everybody on a roll. Come on now. Wait a minute. Let's turn it up. And it was a great show. Thank you. So I'm very proud of you. I appreciate it. Because you did great. Thank you. And And, yeah, it turned out well. Yeah, I'm proud of it myself, and um, I was ready for the moment. I knew it would come eventually, and, you know, whenever it comes, that's the way you, to me, you approach life, mm-hmm. right? Like, you don't know when your time is coming, when your opportunity is coming, but it is going to come, and it's going to knock on your door. And if you are asking the universe for it, then you have to be prepared for it, because you might say in your mind, eh, two years. Eh, two years might be two weeks. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know, but when it come, let's do what we do. Let's dance. Yep. And that's what we did. And it was great. I mean, shout out to the entire team. Everybody played their part so well. And we got it done. And I genuinely had fun doing it. And shout out to B for being, you know, he was texting me the entire time. Hey, this is what you need. This is what you should do. This is what... And he said the one thing I felt like I needed to hear. Like as a player, when you go out there, you always feel like your coach needs to say one thing. And he said, you do this every week. Mm-hmm. And for some reason it clicked. I don't know why. 
I thought of in the moment. You it's came true. in right after he said that. Sat in the seat. We talked about you farting and shitting on people on the plane. <laughs> yeah, throwing up. And it was like, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Hey, we do this every week. We do. So let's get it rocking. And that's what we did. And it was amazing. Nice. I, I fully, fully, fully am proud of all of us. I enjoyed it. Absolutely. Shout out to that. Who's next? Yo, shout out to the dads who have houses in split relationships. This happened when uh, I believe it was Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. who was talking about how her children have more fun at dad's house. Nerf was like, what she do? Right? <laughs> yeah. Is this a thing? Because think about it. Typically, moms have full custody, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't have kids, obviously. So I've never thought about this, but I'm going to keep it funky with you, Katie. If I'm the dad and you only give me the weekends, I am going to lace my crib. It's going to be disgusting what I do. It is. It is. I'm beyond. It's going to be Sega, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1 through 5, Xboxes. We're going to be eating popcorn until 3 in the morning. Like, it's going to be nasty. Like, me and my kids are going to turn it up all weekend so that when they leave, they have the face of, I don't want to go back to mom's. Because I want to win as a dad. And I never thought about how that can divide a household with how the kid feels. Honestly, I think that there's a lot of family households who go through this where the the dad is the fun parent because of that reason. You don't have to be the disciplinarian. Like, if they're around the mother, the more often, you know, she has to do a balance of everything. But then the dad's like, well, what mom won't let you do. I will. What? Be a stripper pole in there? Yo. <laughs> not a strip. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Went, they're children. I went too far. They're children. I said too much. Think of the children. Yeah, y'all have it rocking in there. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Baby, I wouldn't go to dance. All right, go ahead. My bad. <laughs> but no, I think that I think that honestly is kind of true. <laughs> I think that's true. Dad's house is where you know you can go and have some fun. Like, right? We eat ice cream like, at midnight. Don't tell mom. I'm going to give an example because I know my mom would never do this. And even though I am at my big age, 29, yeah. right? Damn, you old as shit. <laughs> Shut up. My bad. I just never heard you say it out loud. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate it because I got like... <laughs> In you know, like four months, and I'm gonna be thirty. Anyway, my lord. Actually, I got less than that. I got, I got about three and a half months. Anyway, so. <laughs> but enjoy your life. But like, I know right now, I can. The first time I ever had a drink with my mom, mm-hmm. I was like twenty-seven. Wow, really? It's the first time I ever had a drink with my mom. Okay. And that was wine. It wasn't yeah. even liquor. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um. But then. When I've gotten liquored up around her, yeah. I've come home like, la, la, la. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same, right? No. But when I went to go visit my dad, my brother and I, my brother, he's only a year older than me. And I went to Texas to visit my dad and my brothers and to see them. My dad was like, hey, y'all going to a strip club tonight? Come pregame at my place. What? What parent says that? Yeah. My mom would have never said come never. pregame. Never. My dad was like, y'all come pregame. And then y'all don't have to spend as much money on liquor while y'all out and then have a good time. Like, my dad was really putting sense together. Yeah. So he's like, what? He's like, hey, you know what? And my fiance cooked. She got y'all a meal. So y'all gonna put some food on your stomach. We're gonna pregame and then y'all go to strip club. Like, my dad was really breaking down the night. Yep. We went to my dad's place. He had pre made drinks for us. He was our bartender for the night. See? He was our bartender. This dad's moment. He made about, he's like, oh, you need a refill? What'd you I'll need? I'll make another one. Look, yeah. You need some food? It's hey, over here. Like, my see? dad was really, I'm like, 
Oh my gosh, my mom would never do such a thing. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the thing. That's what happens. With split households? Yes. The dad is the fun parent. And even your friends be like, yo, you be like, yo, come through, meet me at my mom's. And they be like, why? We can't meet at your dad's. <laughs> yo, your dad get the rocking with the drinks. Exactly. But you know when it changes. When? I feel like that's typically for either a son or for a young daughter. Because oh. the moment the daughter starts getting to the point of I want to bring a boy over, uh... oh, you want to be at mom's. You don't want to oh, be a dad yeah. no more, right? Because moms will let you bring the boy over, maybe, even me. Nah, him. nah, dad wouldn't let me do that. Boy, if you you want to bring who over? Nah. Yeah, stop playing. Nah, nah, because my dad, yeah. Right? I don't think he's ever been fond of whoever my brother has dated. No, I would imagine so. And he doesn't even know who I've ever dated. Never brought them around. My dad doesn't even know I'm gay to this day. Can y'all stop doing that? Can y'all <laughs> stop keeping <laughs> Everything away from I dad. I mean, he may yo. really know, but I've never confessed to my dad. My dad Stop don't know. Doing, why y'all do that to dads, man? Stop. Stop doing that to dads. His only daughter likes women. So? How he gonna feel? He gotta get over it. He gotta figure it out. That's a part of being a dad, but you let him deal with that. Y'all be making that decision before you even get the dad. You right. You ain't even let him, even let him get that opportunity. My dad old school. I know. I, no, I'm a, I'm a son. I don't tell I, my dad shit. I know when to call my mom. My dad got mad that one of the one of my brother's ex-girlfriends, not even the woman he's currently dating, he was like, she got tattoos. I'm like, Dad, it's just tattoos. <laughs> nah, she got tattoos in the wrong places. What? Yo, dads be like, yo, dads find some shit though. But we but 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 we be right. I said we like I'm a dad, but you know what I meant. Dads I mean, be right. I mean, that woman wasn't the woman for my See? brother. See? Dads be but right. But it was because our tattoo was in the wrong places. <laughs> we, the route may be different, <laughs> but the destination is the same. <laughs> Who's next? Yo, shout out to Blake. Hey. Uh, if you are not a OG listener of In The Moment, you may be unfamiliar with Blake, but Blake was once a intern for the big show who once became a producer for the big show, and then went on to do very, very big things mm-hmm. in the news world as a reporter and is still doing very, very big things and will always be a Hall of Fame member of In The Moment. Absolutely. And decided to come back on the big show and announce his most authentic self mm. and said that he's gay. I was really, I didn't, I honestly thought that he was coming back to the show just to give an update on how news has been in Nashville. Because this man has now, like, 300,000 followers on TikTok just for rapping Drake lyrics. He's a big deal. And I'm like, oh. You know, I'm thinking it's, like, it's about his viralness. And then when he was like, I have to tell you all something. And I have to be open and be my authentic self. I was so proud of him in that moment. So was I. Super proud. Mm -hmm. I knew he was coming back for something big. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't come back for something small. No, that's true. And I was so happy that he was like, yo, Mo said keep going because, yo, people don't be giving you credit. Nah, that's But true. the first time I saw him rap Drake on TikTok, I said, fam, stay there. Mm-hmm. Because that's authentic for him. Yep. We knew that side of that's him. That's him. That's who he really is. That's who he really is. But for some Blake reason. Blake was a rapper. He got Exactly. Songs. He get busy. Mm. So for some reason, people will look at a white boy doing that with mm-hmm. Jordans on and not. They'll think, oh, that's cute. Mm-hmm. How does he know it? And it's like, no, it's not cute. It's He's really he embedded is. in the culture like that. Mm. It's authentic, but shit. If it gets you hundreds of thousands of followers, do it. Jump out there and do it. And he did it. And I figured he was coming back for a major announcement. I just didn't want to try to jump in front of it and figure out what it was. So mm. I sat back and let it happen. But when that was the announcement, I was so happy that he can finally live in his most authentic state. Like, I personally can't imagine what it must be like to have been hiding that for so long. And now you get to live that. And he said he wants to come on in a moment and talk about it. 
Yeah, he said he's in prepared. Full. Yeah. He said whenever we ready, he ready. So I'm looking forward to that, man. Shout out to Blake. We love you, brother, and congratulations. Absolutely. Who's next? All right, so Meg dropped a single. Cobra. Called Cobra. That was about her recent life. Meg the Stallion, for those of you who may not be familiar, she is a rapper. Mm-hmm. And she released some things. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you how this. I'm going to be fully transparent. Katie has been trying her best. Her damnness. I have told you. To get me to be any any bit of a Meg fan. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't dislike Meg, but as an artist, I'm pretty tough on other artists. Yes, you're a critic. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm like that on myself, too. I'm just really from that culture of we rap like that. Right. I'm talking that J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, rap rap. Mm-hmm. This right here? Mm-hmm. This right here? No, tell me about it. Oh, my God. This is, yo, all this Meg shit you've been talking all this time. I've been listening. I've been waiting to hear what does Katie hear? Because I don't hear it. It was Cobra. It was Cobra. This shit fire. I'm I'm not here to hate. I'm not here to placate. I'm not here to front. Yep. Meg went crazy. Yep. Ridiculous. Mm hmm. It's fire. Yes, I've I've no the only thing I don't like okay is I had and she always do this this is like a lot of the thing with new women and I get it y'all gotta y'all gotta speak to women y'all gotta speak to men so this ain't about me but I never wanted to know that y'all pussies be depressed I never wanted to know that she just trying to find a Katie way to it's another it. way to say that why <laughs> Katie not for real pussies be depressed okay you know, I don't even like that word because on on the last time that she was this raw with a song it was called anxiety. She said, bad she bitches. She rolled with too much. She I'm said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, bad bitches have bad days too. Uh-huh. Sunday, Tuesday, you know, she went through the days of the week. She said, bad bitches have da- bad days. Uh-huh. I think Cobra, she was trying to present it in a different angle. So she just said, instead of bad bitches, this pussy is See, depressed. See, I don't hear all that. But when it's depressed, what y'all do? What do you do? You take it to therapy? No. Like, what do you do when you're pussy? I didn't know you get depressed. You go outside. Like she said, I'm drinking until, like she said it in the lyrics, what she was doing. With her feeling in the place she was feeling and no I one was drinking. on her side. Probably why I get to drinking. She gets to drinking. If you cut me open, I will bleed out wine. See, that's why I want like, her to stay. That's fire. That's as what in, she's saying. That's my only critique. Because oh. as a male artist, everything she... When she said the thing about, yo, when I get something, something, something that night and I get to thinking, uh-huh. that's probably why I end up drinking. Drinking? Yeah. Fire. Mm-hmm. When she said something to the extent of all of these women want to be me, mm-hmm. yet I want to kill myself. I want to slip my wrist. Fire. When I think of hip hop, like, that's where my brain is. Yeah. That's that's fire. That's wordplay. If I go on a track and told y'all my dick was depressed, Katie, y'all would laugh. Stop. Y'all would be like, go back in the studio. Okay. You didn't left that. That, okay. that part, that okay. part okay. everything else. I give you that. I give you that. I give you that. I just don't like that part of it because it takes away from what we, it almost makes it like cartoonish to me. Oh, okay. When you're gonna be vulnerable, because this is why I'm very proud of this moment, even bigger than that. Mm-hmm. The two songs on my album that I was most afraid to release are the ones that are the most vulnerable. Remember, mm-hmm. I even I brought you in a car. Yeah. I said, I don't know. I might be saying too much. Mm-hmm. I might be telling them too much. I'm not sure. And then my dude called me and said, "Bro, I damn near shed a tear on that song. Mm-hmm. Don't touch that song." Right. I love that people are starting to accept the vulnerable moments of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Just as much as anything else. There's nothing about this song is pop. Nothing about this song has a phenomenal hook. Cardi is not on it. 
We're not talking about WAPs the whole song. We're not talking about a bag. We're not talking about none of that. We're really talking about real shit. What normal, everyday people go through, and she really painted the picture so clearly that even someone like me, who was not the biggest Meg fan, sat there and was like, nah, you got my full attention. What are we doing? I played it back. Mm-hmm. I had to run it back. I felt like I didn't catch everything. I have no critique. Mm-hmm. That song, to me, is so fire that if someone say they don't like it, you're a hater. Mm-hmm. You're a hater. There's nothing else to talk about. Absolutely. It's an, I love that Meg makes me want to go back and see what I might have missed. Because mm. I'm like, okay, Katie might be on to something here. Anxiety. You know what I'm saying? That's the next song you should listen to. Okay, say it's less. I'm song. on it. That's fire. Mm-hmm. I love that. Now let's talk about this party situation. Uh, I have two takes on it, Katie, and I know which one you are going to debate me down for. Do you? Yes, I do. Do you? I want to make it very clear I'm on Meg's side. Especially after Cobra. Oh, yeah. I'm on Meg's side. Okay. 100%. Mm-hmm. The only rope I will somewhat throw co- Cardi, whatever his name is. I almost <laughs> called him Cardi because I'm only a fan of Cardi. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, Cardi. Uh-huh. As a man. Mm-hmm. Now, we come on here a lot and we talk a lot about the past. Mm-hmm. I understand To the ladies out there, hear me clearly before you try to attack me. I understand that a lot of y'all are under the impression that when you get with a man that genuinely cares about you and loves you, that your past doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. I am here to tell you. I'm not telling you this because it sounds good. It's a lie. You have been told a lie. And the reason I know that this myth still exists is because Omarion came out recently and said that he once had a little thing thing. For Karuchi. With Karuchi. Mm. And then Chris, that boy had an Instagram up within three minutes about how Marion need to shut the fuck up and fall back, right? Mm. And I saw a lot of the comments. I saw a lot of women saying, but Chris, that was before you. And my first thought was, Queen, when you say that, it makes me believe that you have never had a man love you. You have never been in the presence of a man who loves you and cares about you and really feels that way for you because I promise you, it may not be logical because that's one of the few times I've seen a lot of women become very logical. It doesn't matter. Okay. I'm just telling you the truth. All right. It will have an impact. And at the end of the pod, I'm going to speak to why this is not only applicable to women, but also men. I'm, a, I'm, I'm going to keep it even and honest today. I came to part. Okay. All I'm saying is I get the logic in it of believing that was before you, it shouldn't matter. When that man love you, I'm talking about when he love you, Katie. Yeah, I, I get you. I ain't talking, I'm, but I, I know you do. But you know how many women don't understand that? Yeah, I'm trying to get your point with party. Why are you bringing a party? I'm about to bring it back. Why you don't trust me? Oh, you don't, I thought you, oh, so I wasn't the one? No, I don't trust you. It's only situation. your mom? The way you said it I'm one of the canceled six I don't know what you're about to say I'm one of the canceled six No, no Let me get there, yo Let me party Can I party? (laughs) (laughs) It's a party It's a party It's a party All I'm saying And I'm I'm not defending party himself Oh, we know that part We understand that We clear on that Yeah Because I don't even like the party You know me (laughs) I ain't even my shit You know what I mean? I'd much rather be in the crib with my people Right what I'm saying is, 
A man who loves you and has pride, ego, morals, values, all of that invested in you may make a bad decision or bad decisions based on your past, depending upon the way that it's presented to him. I'm just saying it's a reality. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's a reality, right? So we have to play out the situation in in total, or I'm not being fair. Am I on party side? Never. Do I think party should have did what he's done? Never. However, I would be a liar if I got on this podcast and said I didn't understand how if this is what actually happened, this is what they say. We ain't there. This ain't my business in, in real life. And I don't give a shit in real life, but we pardon. Let's just say, Katie, let's just say that party was holding Meg down through all of it. Let's just say he carrying it up the stairs. Y'all thought that was cute. Remember? I had to come on the podcast and be like, y'all, a lot of men can carry their women. Not a big deal. Everybody relax. But I remember the women going crazy. Oh, my God. Look at him carrying her. I was like, okay, they're really excited about that. Cool. Like a lot of men can't carry women there to have you said. You told me that. I told you that. Yeah. And I was baffled by that because I go to the gym and I see a lot of men in there who should be able to do this. They can't bench press a woman that's thick. But go ahead. I say less. Maybe that's my bad for not knowing that. I wouldn't know. I don't be in men's bedrooms. Not my business. But women were hype. He was playing the games with Meg's ass out, playing GTA on top of her ass. Women were hype. He was holding it down publicly. Every time you turned around, it was a Megan party party. Right? Mm-hmm. No, Katie. No, keep the energy. Say it. It's a party. It's a party. Say it. It's a party. It's a party. It's a party. Not the same energy, but I'll take it. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> it's a party. Thank you. And then, publicly, you gave that energy. Now, he chose to do that. I said the whole time it was happening, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. That feels like a little too much for me. You're doing too much. You're wild, and I wouldn't do that. None of that feels right. Not here nor there. Then you go on. What's my lady name? What's the queen name? Ooh. Oprah's friend. Gail. You go on, Gail. You talking about after the Tory? You got yes. you got to feed into why she on Gail. She's on Gail because of the Tory. Lane situation. And Gail said to just leave with that man. Now was that a fair question from Gail? I believe so. Okay. I believe it's relevant. She didn't have to answer it. But she did, and she chose to lie. Here's the disconnect. Did she lie to party as well? Who lied? She lied. She said she didn't sleep with him. Okay. And, wh- and why are you determined that's a lie? Because in the deposition with the court, she said she did. Okay. You got to give that facts because a lot of people don't know that. And I'm glad you asked me. Yeah. So now you lied. Okay. I believe mm-hmm. that she told party the same thing. Okay. And I'm just saying, all I'm saying mm-hmm. is a lot of men, especially mm-hmm. men in his position, where you got the Jada Kingdoms of the world throwing themselves at you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to say this every three minutes. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just giving y'all reality. Go ahead. In those situations, most men are going to fold. Okay. Where I held you down publicly. Yeah. You lied to me. You lied to me and told me there was nothing ever going on with you and this guy. Y'all wouldn't like that. Now I'm out here trying to fight him. We tweeting each other. We Instagramming each other. When I see him, it's up. His hair falling off. He ain't before three. He don't have a jump shot. I'm carrying you up the stairs. That boy couldn't carry a PlayStation mm. to the other room. Oh. Don't do that. See, don't do that. Don't dismiss my pain. My pain is real, Katie. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Right? All of this is happening. Mm. And then 
I have to get that bombshell. I learned in that disposition. I don't learn from you as my queen that you were yeah, 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 with Tory. That's the lanes you was in. Oh, it's a party for real. Mm. It's a party for real. Mm. And Jada want to come over? Mm. And it ain't Pinkett? Mm. It's the kingdom? Mm. A lot of men going to fold, Katie. Not fold. Leave me. Okay, let's talk about that. Can like we talk? you said last week. No, can we talk? When you wanted Joe's wife to leave him yep. when he ran out of that money. I stand by it. You was like, oh, it'd be I better if she would have fucking left me. Then leave me. Here's what I'm standing by. Don't don't stay with me if you feel that way. Can I? Break up with me. I don't like that. I don't like that. I wish y'all would stop. Why don't you like it? <laughs> because how many times have we had how to deal? Men? How many times? No, because you want to play and I'm focused because I got your ass. I'm not playing with you. How many times in life? Have we had to be understanding? Be honest, Katie. Don't be on your bullshit. How many times have we had to be understanding to a woman not being able to leave a man that she don't even love? Don't even love. But she can't leave him. We don't know why. No, don't make that fucking face. Don't you do that. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm honestly trying to understand what you mean by you understanding. You are struggling to leave a man for yeah. whatever reason you're struggling to leave him. We and see this every day. You know you need to leave You him. ain't even got to love him. I ain't even talking about the women who in love. I'm talking about the women who just con- with some dude for convenience. Mm-hmm. There's been many a time I've had to listen to a woman go, I can't leave him. I don't love him, but it's hard. Fine. Fine. And when that happens, typically I believe we receive it a little differently. We don't be like, just leave him, bitch. No. I understand. That can be hard. That can be difficult. Sometimes that takes a little more time than we we believe it you does. You got to support him through his bullshit. Yes. But then the moment that a man is fully in love, fully invested. Who said he was in love? I'm not, I don't know. That's oh, why I said you, I don't you know. Paint, you painted the picture. I said I don't know. That's right. You I said I don't know. Okay. okay. But I'm saying it could have been. If I'm carrying you upstairs and playing PlayStation on your ass and threatening to fight a bunch of dudes I never met for you publicly. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in love, sweetie. Mm-hmm. I hope you don't think this is a game. Right. At that point. Right. And the answer, I feel like in that situation for a guy is always, well, why didn't you just leave her instead of cheating? For the same reason that it's difficult for anyone else to just leave somebody. It's not ever easy. But with women, I feel like we're a little more understanding and forgiving to it. But when a man is in it, it's like you should have been a man and just left. That's not fair. That's not fully fair. I'll give you that. Holy shit, I was not expecting that. Let me put my brass knuckles away. Hold on. I thought we- <laughs> Oh, you was ready to fight. Oh, hey, oh you was ready yeah, to I fight. So GTA you were not talking about mama. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it threw me off. I thought you was gonna I thought he was gonna come out this way. Nah, come on, give me that. No. The way you painted it, I like the way you painted that picture. We can easily question why didn't he just leave before cheating? Because honestly. If we honestly think about this, is allegedly that we think she's talking about him. Because I realized, I was like, she never said party. We just all assumed that that was the last person she had a long-term True. relationship of with. of course, yes. So we was like, oh, it's got to be fucking party. Right. And then he posted the uh, video of Future on his story. And it was like, oh, it is party. Yeah. Um, he was being a menace to society. So that's the mm-hmm. part we hated. Mm-hmm. Because ain't nobody told you to post that. You saw that? Yeah, I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the way you painted it, yes. Okay. 
That's all. And if that's it's all gonna I'm take some them. time for a woman to leave a dude when she know that she don't want to be with him and whatever and do her thing, and then a guy does the same, vice versa. Okay, I get it. We should be a little more understanding. And I'm not saying he's right. He wasn't right. I'm, again, I'm Team Meg. In this situation, I'm Team Meg. But as a man, I'd be lying if I didn't. If that's what happened, I don't even yeah. know that that's what happened. Right, we're all alleging. We're just whatever. like yeah, that ain't our business for real. Uh-huh. But that's how I feel. But the ultimate point in all of this is that shit is fire. That if if Meg stay in that lane right there, Cobra. If she stay right there, mm-hmm. everything that has ever been said about Tory and Party are true. <laughs> that's how. Period. They're snakes. Staying at every record from here on out should be a snake's name for Meg. That's how I feel. No, that what? ass. Next one should be Anaconda. Okay. Then she should drop Python. <laughs> no, 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 keep coming with that energy, Meg. In the garden? You heard? Yeah, you want to get to the garden with Snake? Creep up on you. That's what it is. <laughs> that black mama is gonna be crazy. <laughs> Yo, when she get to that black mama, whatever they said, Tori did, he did. <laughs> he did it. <laughs> Stay tuned for another episode of In The Moment with their host Mo and co-host Katie.